What is good, all of our listeners and viewers? Welcome back to another episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. And I'm Liz. And I recorded another podcast right before this. We're here with episode 142, where we're going to be talking about is Game Pass the answer to next-gen game prices? But first, we've got some segments for you. Yes, we do. So I did, I did, I did, I did, I did, I I recorded a podcast right before this. You did. And it wasn't a what's the biz. Nope. Nope, it was not. We recorded that yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I recorded an episode with Adnan Rias. Uh, We we are, oh, he's calling it, I don't want to take any credit from from him, but he's calling it Strange Cast. It's going to be a Life is Strange podcast. The very first episode is going to be releasing either today as this as this releases or tomorrow, mm. uh, so keep your eyes peeled on that one. It's a Life is Strange one. We talked all about the Life is Strange three reveal. Uh, yes, it did make it into our top three gaming news. So, spoiler on that one. But uh, yeah, it was a really great episode. Keep your eyes open for that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liz, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah. Chill week at work. My boss for some reason let me leave like ridiculously early today. He did. So yeah. That's pretty nice. I yeah. caught up on two of my shows, so that's nice. Nice. Doing great. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. We should get the show on the road, though. Yeah. So let's get started. Uh, but first, before we get started, we want to remind everybody we're on social media. You can follow us on Twitter at Gaming Groceries, or you can follow us individually. I'm at Ace the Grocer. And I'm at Journey First. And you can follow us on Instagram, Games Groceries, all one word, where I will share some posts if I feel like it as well as some questions i will ask you about the discussion on this very show wow we want to hear your feedback we want to get you involved in a discussion on the show uh you can follow us on twitter instagram even facebook if you want to and you can answer a question i will post and i will read your answer on the show Mm -hmm. uh you can also join our discord uh the games groceries discord the links is down below uh it's a it's a really great discord you can chat with us chat with with me and liz you can also chat with the likes of andrew orsi commander nikki twofer uh all these great people Mm -hmm. go check out the discord it's a great place go check it out join us it's yeah good stuff do it uh, and, and if you're here, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, hi, how you doing? Are you doing okay? Wow. Are you excited for Life is Strange uh, True Colors? It's not Life is Strange 3. It's Life is Strange True Colors. Yeah. Anyways, uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, definitely subscribe to the channel and hit that notification bell so you know when all these podcast episodes come out. It's so fabulous if you do that. <laughs> And leave us a review on all of your favorite podcast platforms, uh, your podcast platforms of choice. You know, leave a review on there. Mm -hmm. All right. Enough talk. It's time to get the show started. What do you think, Liz? Yeah. Uh, Let's do it with our first segment. Movie Minutes. Movie Minutes is a segment that we talk about the movies that we watched in the past week, whether it be on Netflix, Hulu, or HBO Max. And we like to give you a recommendation or uh, not a recommendation. Uh, here on the Games of Groceries podcast, we have a five-point scale of how to rate movies. Uh, it starts at avoid at all costs, eh, pass, enjoyable, solid, and perfect for us. Uh, so this week's movie is actually coming to us from Netflix. Uh, it, it, it's found on Netflix. There's another Netflix movie that uh, came out. It's kind of a thriller movie, mm-hmm. but this one also just released. Yeah. It's on Netflix. It's a sci-fi channel original movie. Yeah. So it's a TV made movie. Yeah. Interesting love. Interestingly enough, it's called No Escape Room. Woo-hoo. Woo. 
uh, No Escape Room, found on Netflix. Uh, let's go over our uh, final ratings out of that five-point scale, and then we'll explain why. So let's start with you, Liz. I gave it a solid. A solid? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, why? Because <laughs> um, um, I... Uh, Honestly, when you had asked me that when we when I rated it last night after we got done watching it, and I was like, "Well, it was scarier than any of the movies we picked for Halloween for a TV made movie." Yeah, for a TV made movie, and it really—I don't know if anyone has watched the movie *Stay Alive* it has Frankie mm-hmm. Muniz in it, like right as he was like ending his acting career. Yeah, and that movie was just really good, and it really reminded me of that, where it was like a very like. I'm underplayed, underrated movie, and so I don't know. I, I just really enjoyed it. I really liked that. It like got me. It scared me. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, I also gave it solid because as we were going through it, and as I was asking the question, I wanted to give it you know very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It's it is an enjoyable film. Yeah, it's got some of its like awkward or like yeah. TV moments. But I ended up giving it solid because solid is, you know, very enjoyable. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Solid film. Yeah. Let me go over some of my notes, though. Okay. So the camera angles, the cinematography Mm. of this movie. Yeah. Now, it is, I think why you think it's awkward is because it's very to the book. This is a film student. It is very like, yeah. It's a film student. You want to make it look creepy. Exactly. And that's what they did. Yeah, it's a film student. I, I don't know who did the camera angles. I didn't look at the credits, but uh, it's very to the books. It's uh, it, It's got some great shots. Into oh, it. yeah, definitely. But a lot of the dialogue cut scenes, it's just cut very dramatically. Yeah. Uh, it, you can definitely tell it's a film student because the uh the the subject is to the right of the screen and a lot of open space on the left mm-hmm. so it, there's definitely a lot of stuff to the books there yeah uh but all in all i i thought there was nothing wrong with that it just no. like i said it's very academic there's nothing really yeah. creative about it but i will say that with all this awkwardness and chunkiness uh within 10 minutes yeah. of the movie 10 minutes of the film whoever made this didn't waste any time yeah sets up the characters well sets up the tone of the movie well let's get right into the creepy factor yep like and i looked at this tv like i looked up how much time was on yeah within nine minutes of starting the movie creepy factor already Mm -hmm. boom didn't waste any time yep loved it for that uh now i did on my second note while it does have horror movie tropes oh yeah it totally does it does make you wonder. It does make you actually ponder, if you will, what's going to happen next and oh, what yeah. the what the purpose is here. Yeah, like, like where are we going? Where does this end? Yeah, and not even a way of just like where are we going with this. It was just like yeah. within each turn. Again, I want to remind everybody here: this is a TV made movie. This is yeah. a sci-fi channel movie. Uh, no escape room. Yeah, you would agree that there's a lot of horror movie tropes here. A ton. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. They've got the typical jump scares. Yes. They've got... You even the, called a couple outs. Yeah, there were yeah. some, I'm like, and then this is gonna happen. And then exactly what happened. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. I've watched a lot of horror movies, a lot of, like, like modern classic horror movies. Mm-hmm. And there was even, not on sci-fi, but there was a day where my dad and I sat and watched an entire day full of the Chiller Channel. Yeah. Like, I know these things. 
Exactly. <laughs> so it did have those like classic things that happened, but it was still good. Like yes. it still got you. Like even like gory death, it's like I knew it was coming, but at the same time I was like, oh. Yeah. Like it was still. Oh, there were some things where I was like, oh, dang. Like, <laughs> yeah. So it was still, even though it was like very tropey, it was still impactful. Like it still did well for the story. Yes. There, there was, this was a movie, a type of horror movie where you will talk all the way through like, oh, don't do that. Don't do this. And it was a very, it makes it more fun though. Exactly. That it, A good horror movie should make you interact with the movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. And that's why I like that it was made for TV because you can't do that in theaters. Exactly. Uh, it's what made Until Ga- Dawn a great game. Yeah. Uh, Until Dawn was a horror movie you interact with because yeah. a great horror movie is something that you constantly yell at your screen over. Yeah. And this is it. Um, for being a TV thriller, though, just a TV thriller movie. Yeah. We weren't expecting much going into this. It it definitely had its shining moments, though. Yeah, definitely. It uh, was much better than I anticipated it being. Exactly. Um, I, my last one is that it has had some definite intrigue into it. It's not perfect. Yeah. It's not a perfect film. It has mm-hmm. a lot of TV tropes. Uh, like I said, the camera angles are very to the book. Uh, the acting is... It's a TV movie. It's high. It's okay. Um, but all in all, this was a solid film. Yeah. I At the end of the day, it wasn't perfect, but I I enjoyed myself by I the end. I enjoyed it. I'd watch it again. Yeah, totally. I would watch it again. And that's the thing. Like, okay. I would make I this a Halloween it. staple. Yes. I don't want to say it, but... Uh, I don't want to give any spoilers, but there's enough here where you could watch it again and catch on and just catch New on things. Yes. So like kind of like solving the mystery of it. But yeah. I very much enjoy this. Thought it was a very enjoyable film. Mm-hmm. Almost you could say a, a solid film. Yeah. So those are our brief thoughts on the movie that you can find on Netflix. It is a sci-fi original TV movie mm-hmm. and it does have in Netflix. It does have that like, uh, go to black screen. We're like, oh, com- commercial. Commercial. Like, there are commercial <laughs> spots. There's no commercials, but like... But like, it's like, blacks out and jumps to the next scene. I'm like, commercial break. <laughs> so it is still set up like a TV movie, but I I really enjoyed this I, film. I really liked this movie. I liked it. Yeah. Not perfect. No, not solid. perfect, but it's definitely solid. Yeah. So again, our brief thoughts on No Escape Room. You can find it on Netflix. Uh, go check it out for yourself. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. If you like thriller horror yeah horror yeah it's definitely a it's got horror elements but it's mostly thriller yeah mostly thriller yeah so definitely check it out for yourself but that brings us to our next topic all about video game news so let's just go right into it let's go into it with our second segment top three gaming news i swear these fans don't even understand like how how much work i put it oh hi how you doing uh the, the top three gaming news is the gaming news that we saw in the past week, and we like to rank it three, two, one, just to give you a condensed version of what's going on in the gaming industry. Loyal fan base, ha! <laughs> what's that noise? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Like, uh, like off camera, I was like, Liz, we're gonna, I'm gonna do a bit real quick, and, and I'm just like, okay, and I'm sitting here, and you're just like saying, I'm like, where is he going with I this? I don't know. <laughs> Top three gaming news. Uh, <laughs> Top three gaming news, everybody. Uh, <laughs> we got a couple things to talk about. There was yeah. one specific thing that we really want to talk about. So Ooh, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just going to jump right ahead. There's some interesting news pieces here. So let me get right into it with uh, number three gaming news, which is about Jade Raymond, which uh, before I even show the 
PowerPoint slide. Uh, Jade Raymond, if you don't know, was formerly with Stadia with the first party studios. She was trying to put out a first party game for Google Stadia. And then uh, Phil Harrison was like, no, thank you. Yeah. And he kind of killed the whole dream of first party games for Stadia, leaving behind Jade Raymond, who is a veteran in the industry, uh, a, a big, big part of the Assassin's Creed trilogy, or trilogy uh, franchise. So uh, Jade Raymond mm-hmm. landed a new job and she actually made her own studio. Not only that, a own studio called Haven, and it's being backed by Sony. Woo! So Jade Raymond, by the way, Women Empowerment Month. Women's History Month. Women's 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 history. Good job. Women's History Month. Uh so uh, you know, it, it's great. Uh, you know, she's she's going into yeah. it. <laughs> So, what are you laughing? I don't know. I just felt like an idiot. Like, Women's Empowerment Month. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's okay. You're doing good, babe. Thank you. But yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's 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 fantastic. She mm-hmm. actually landed a job. Not just landed a job, but started her own she career. She made her own job. She made her own job. Uh, so again, she is actually going on a new uh, studio that's actually being backed by Sony. And most importantly, she's mm-hmm. actually making a brand new IP. Ooh. For PlayStation. So there's a lot that this article talks about in terms of, you know, making her own and all that. But there's one specific quote I wanted to read that's actually from Jade Raven. Uh, The article is linked down below if you want to read it for yourself. Uh, But I wanted to read her quote right here. Uh, Jade Raven says this. It's been a strange and difficult past 12 months. The pandemic, social injustice, and job elimination have impacted many of my closest friends family, and coworkers. All of these factors paired with the inability to see friends and family face-to-face lulled me into kind of a self-reflective cocoon where I had to ask myself some tough questions about what really matters. Mm-hmm. So Jade Raymond goes into it, and she could have picked any career at this point. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting when she got out of the cocoon, it was still in the games industry. Yeah. And and I and I and I think that's a great thing, by the way. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting by the way she's been treated by the games industry, especially by Stadia. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting that out of that cocoon and self-reflection, she goes not only back into it, but starts her own studio. Yeah. Like dedicating all of her time to mm-hmm. this. Uh, so what do you think about this news? I think it's great. I really hope she makes something that I'm interested in playing because I would really love to support a woman owned yes event like company. Mm-hmm. Um so I really and in the it gives me hope that she's making something for PlayStation because PlayStation is it's more your... known for their narrative driven games, which is why I have one. Yeah. So it makes me kind of excited and I think it just plays very well with what we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like yes. Yeah. Super excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's very exciting news, very brief news, but uh, I, I like that quote, what she said, is that it's been a very tough 12 months. Mm-hmm. You really have to self-reflect about what really matters and what she came out of it was making her own studio mm-hmm. by her own rules that's backed by Sony. Which so, is awesome. That's great. So be on the lookout for Haven. Uh, just be on the lookout. I don't, I don't know if they have a Twitter account or not. They probably do. I'm assuming they do. Yeah. But uh, good for Jade Raymond. You're going to follow them, aren't you? Yep. 
So let me talk about the number two gaming news. Yeah. And that's about uh, PlayStation again. Wow, we're on a roll here. PlayStation's doing great. PlayStation. So Sony has actually purchased and acquired uh, Evo. Evo? Evo. I think it's Evo. Evo? Because it stands for Evolution Fighting Game Tournament, which is actually the largest fighting game tournament in the world that has the likes of Super Smash Brothers involved and Tekken and uh, Street Fighter. Uh, this is a large, uh, large, uh, you're looking up still. Yeah. Did you find it? I. Yeah, I don't think there's a Twitter account yet. Yeah. Jay Radiman has it, but yeah. Yeah, I was looking up her to see if she tagged yeah. that one, but she doesn't have a tag. So I'm assuming oh, follow her. Yeah, go ahead and follow Jade Raymond. Damn, done. But uh, yeah, so they have purchased the the rights to uh, Evo. We're yeah. going to call it Evo. And this is really crazy because last year, Evo was actually canceled in 2020, not because of COVID. Uh, maybe that played a little bit of a part, sure. Uh, but the former CEO of, of Evo was actually uh, heavily allegated for abuse. Lovely. Yeah, so there was a lot of... Uh, allegations court according to that i'm only calling it allegation because i'm not sure if it's in the court of law that it was actually mm. that actually happened but it, it was a thing and yeah. so they kind of shut down things and then playstation got involved with rts mm. and acquired evo and said hey we want to bring this fighting tournament back because uh sony is actually quoted by yeah. saying that 1.1 billion hours have been logged in to fighting games in just 2020 alone wow so sony's very much uh, acquiring a very high uh acquisition right here yes so again they're leaving it to their own we're just acquiring it we want to organ this is playstation talking we just mm. want to uh do it now here's the thing i did mention before it is on the likes of the fighting games such as tekken and Mm, burp gang <laughs> super smash brothers yeah if you didn't know uh nintendo doesn't like to let other people borrow their ips and since they're owned by sony and also the former ceo was allegated towards abuse uh they're not looking so hot to do it so i want to read this quote and then i'm going to discuss that uh so this is coming from uh mark julio who has to say as for other games, Evo, Evo business developer Mark Julio says Evo is still open to all platforms and that PlayStation RTS are allowing Julio's team to work with its community of support uh, to support fighting games as a whole. This, uh, though, this doesn't really concretely answer whether games from first party developers like Nintendo Super Smash Brothers will appear at future events. Mm. Nintendo was actually quoted by saying. Uh, I don't have the quote in front of me, but they were basically <laughs> saying that uh, they will assess Evo. Mm. They will look into other fighting games uh, tournaments, but they're not really looking towards putting yeah. Super Smash Brothers into Evo. Yeah. So it's a double edged sword in mm -hmm. saying that Evo's back. People who are enjoying fighting games are uh, going to get back into it. Yeah. Super Smash Brothers not might sure. not sure. So that's really all I have to say about it. Yeah. So really good news. Yeah. Let's just jump into it. Let's just jump into the number one gaming news. which is about Life is Strange. Woo. Yay. <laughs> if you want to hear more about my thoughts uh, on, on this game, I, 
I've recorded an entire podcast with Adnan Riaz called Strange Cast. So check out that if you want more detail into this. But yes, Life is Strange True Colors has been revealed. It's it's happened. Ah. Uh, this is actually developed by Deck Nine Studios, which is formerly known for uh, Before the Storm. Life is Strange yeah. Before the Storm. So this is the, this is not Life is Strange Three. This is a sm- kind of spinoff, but within the same timeline, sort of kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, called Life is Strange True Colors, and it's going to be re- uh, released September tenth, which is far way away. Uh, far, uh, far, far-ish. For, far-ish. Far for us. With all the chapters releasing all at once. Yeah. It's going to be open for exploration. It's going to be an open hub area, a lot like Blackwell Academy. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to be set uh, set place in a uh, uh, town in Haven uh, that's in Colorado. Yes. Uh, made up place, though. Uh, there's no release schedule on the episodes. It's just going to release all at once. I'm just reading through my notes here, and then we'll discuss it. Uh, Deck Nine is involved with the story. Erica Mori, interesting enough, uh, she is voicing and motion capturing. Yeah. Uh, the main character, Alex Chen. Yeah. So that's really cool. And uh, the power will be a psychi- uh, uh, psychic empathy. Yes. So that's how we get the true colors. You can mm-hmm. see like an aura around people that might yeah. be involved. And most importantly, most importantly, if you buy the ultimate edition, you're going to get the remasters for oh. Life is Strange 1 and Before the Storm. Mm-hmm. You're going to get the remasters that if you buy the ultimate edition for $80. We should buy that for the PlayStation, so then we have it on the Xbox and the PlayStation. Or we buy it for both. We'll We're just gonna spend one hundred and sixty dollars for Life is Strange. Yes. Oh, True. also, most importantly, I uh, you know a little side note: Steph is back. Woo-hoo! Yay, Katie Ben, hooray! Yeah. Uh, anyways, so uh, give me your thoughts. I already spewed my thoughts on the other podcast, so spew your thoughts about this. I'm super excited. Uh-huh. I, um, the town that this game is based in gives me very much um tell me why vibes Mm -hmm. like the small town everyone's like there and knows each other Mm -hmm. and it just gives me like really like even though it's like a sad story go turn the camera oh okay yeah even though (laughs) it's like a sad story it's like it it just has like really chill good vibes it's exactly what i think we need in this past year is just like a good I mean, by the time this comes out, I'll be almost two years with all this crap. Hmm. But, you know, wow. whatever. I'm going to that, ignore that part. But By the time the game comes out. Yeah, by the time the game comes out, it'll be almost two years mm-hmm. with all this pandemic stuff. Yeah. But I just think it's good. It's like what we need. I'm just so excited. I'm like really curious how this um, power plays out mm-hmm. and what it does. And the more they build on this timeline, the more I wonder if we're ever going to get an episode of figuring out how they all got these powers. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing. Oh, I forgot to say this in the episode. Well, you're hearing it now. If you're joining us from Adnan's podcast, Strange yeah. Cast, now you're here. Uh, here's the other thing. It's all relating to death. Okay. So yes. Life, Life is Strange 1. Uh, Max discovered her powers or got it, discovered yeah. it after she saw Chloe get shot. Bang. Yes. Uh, by the way, spoiler alert for all the. If you're watching this, why haven't you played Life is Strange yet, though? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's your fault. And then <laughs> we all know 
that in before the storm, it was yeah. actually Rachel who had the powers. Okay, let's just let's, admit, let's just make something clear here. Rachel was the one with powers. Okay, I don't think anyone. Had uh, fight me on Twitter at Gazedegrosser. Rachel uh, discovered her powers after finding out the death of a marriage. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Mm? Anyways, uh, and then we find out in Life Strange Two how Daniel got his powers by watching his dad die. Yeah. This one, the only time we got to see the aura power was after the funeral. But when she was telling someone else about it, she made it seem like this has been around for a while. I watched the trailer again, like maybe like three mm-hmm. other times. I thought that too. And I think the wording kind of sounds like it, but it, I might, she might have had it in episode one and that might be her saying in episode four. Like I've had it for a while now. Maybe. You know? That's true. That is possible. So like later on in the game. Possible. I guess so, we'll just have to wait and see. But yeah, we don't see it until the funeral. That's the only time we get to see the aura, the empathy thing yeah. is after her brother dies. Yeah. So uh, there's that. But we get to see these powers after people die, mm-hmm. which Rachel in Before the Storm was the one with powers fight me on twitter uh but yeah so any other thoughts uh any, anything else i already spewed my thoughts yeah i i'm just super excited what do you think about step coming back really excited about that i think that's really great because you mm-hmm. didn't really like you got to talk to steph in before storm but mm-hmm. like she wasn't like a cute like a main character yeah you know what i mean would you would you uh, agree or disagree that katie Benz is a queen yes <laughs> Just like not even great disagree, just like yes. I don't know. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Does that make you happy? It, uh, yeah, it does. <laughs> not just yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I have so many thoughts, and I'm super excited. And I thought of a way. I'm like, it'll be because usually we have to like take turns playing the game. Mm-hmm. But if we're gonna get it for both the Xbox and the PlayStation, yeah, because we hate money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, especially since it's coming out like right after we plan on moving. So, yeah, you know, we'll have tons of money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But if we do get it for both, then what we can do is we can play it at the same time, like in separate rooms. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. That'd be so fun to like Mm -hmm. just be able to like yell through, like not yell at each other, but like, you know, like yell to each other and talk about like where we are and like, oh, did you see that? Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. That'd be so fun. I'm so excited. Yay. But yeah, uh, moral of the story is that we're very excited. Yeah. Uh, we hate money. Yeah. And uh, you should listen to Strange Cast with me and Adnan Riaz if yeah. you want more details. But um, it was a really fun episode. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm not I'm not even trying to hype up the show. I think that episode was probably the most fun pilot episode I've ever been a part of. So, and I've only been a part of two pilot episodes. Yeah. Well, so, our f- what's the biz? I don't think was meant to be fun. If that was fun, that'd be weird. Yeah, that was that was not a fun pilot. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be a fun pilot. No. So anyway. Anyways. <laughs> uh, but again, that's uh, let's Liz's thoughts on. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Do you, are you any other things you were thinking about theories? Um, I have only seen it once, and I was at work. Yeah. <laughs> I was at work when I watched it, so I, no, I didn't really get a chance to like analyze it enough to get get any deep thoughts. Maybe I'll rewatch it. Yeah, but you're very excited for it. Very excited. So that's Liz's brief thoughts on it. Um, Yeah, so uh, that's the top three gaming news. Again, if you think that Evo was more of a topic point than this, this is our top three gaming news, okay? This this is is our number one forever. Forever and ever. Until the next one comes out. Yeah, high five. Uh, There we go. 
Jeez. Uh, <laughs> again, that's our top three gaming news. Uh, let, let us know your thoughts in the comments down below about all of this. Uh, Jade Raymond starting her own studio in Haven. Uh, what do you think about that? Are you going to be following up with it? Do you think it's going to be a flop? It's not. Just a spoiler. Nope. Uh, what do you think about that? Uh, uh, PlayStation buying Evo. Do you think Smash Brothers is ever going to come back to it? Do you think Nintendo's just going to rip it away? Uh, do you think it's a good move by Sony? Write your thoughts in the comments down below. And uh, Life is Strange, True Colors, just what are your thoughts? Just what are your thoughts? And yeah. That's it. That's all it is. Uh, write it in the comments down below. It's time to go to our uh, last segment of the show. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking a little bit about Game Pass. Yeah. So me and you, we're going to have a little discussion, maybe about the the prices about games. And uh, I, I, I just want to discuss it a little bit with you about finances. <laughs> After wow. we just said we're going <laughs> to spend over $100 on I like to save money. <laughs> I like to save money for games such as two ultimate editions of Life is Strange. Yeah. Just hate money. Yeah. Uh, so let's just talk about it. Let's just go into it with our final segment. Every single week here on the Games Groceries Podcast, we like to have a little discussion about the gaming industry. Whether we about female gamers or game preservation, we just like to have a conversation for the next half hour or so. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll keep it kind of brief with this one. But I kind of want to discuss about uh, Game Pass bringing a ton of value mm-hmm. uh, to a lot of gamers. Uh, especially now that the Bethesda Xbox deal is, uh, has come to fruition. And they said that a lot of uh, future games for Bethesda are going to be you know, exclusive mm-hmm. to Game Pass and, uh, you know, Octopath Traveler coming in. There's a lot of value behind yeah. this. Uh, so I do want to ask, uh, Next Gen is here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I want to set this up. Next Gen is here. And 2K Games, uh, the president of 2K Games, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he said that know. gamers are actually ready for a $70 game, it seems like. Uh, so before we jump into the value of Game Pass, with games jumping up to $70, are we actually ready for a $70 game? Are we actually ready financially for that? Um, Liz, what are your thoughts on that? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> moving on. What do you think, no, though? As I, $70 is a lot, mm-hmm. especially this past year yeah. when people don't have jobs or are taking jobs that are much lower than they can afford. Mm -hmm. And it's it's 70, even before all this, to me, $70 is a lot. Mm -hmm. I don't spend money on myself on a regular basis. When I do, I buy it like on clearance, on sale or from a thrift store. Yeah. Like I just don't like, even if we had all the money in the world, I don't like spending money on myself. Mm -hmm. I would not spend $70 on a pair of shoes, Mm -hmm. let alone a video game. Yes. In my opinion. No, like I, it has to be like the most amazing video game ever for me to be like, that deserves $70. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, his argument was that uh, for the amount of game you're getting, for the amount of product you're getting, he's saying that $70 has to be the price point. And I get that on the business standpoint. Oh, yes, absolutely. Because uh, you pay for what you get. Mm-hmm. But that's not always the case. Yeah. Because here's the thing about that. Why making a statement that... All games going forward into next gen have to be $70. That's not necessarily saying that you're going to pay for what you get mm-hmm. because that's like saying that that would be like saying uh, Subway, right, is now bumping up for a $5 foot long to a $10 foot long, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you're getting the product you make, right? Well, that's not a good example because like most actual good hoagies are $10, you know? 
Yeah. But that's like saying like a good sandwich will cost ten dollars, fifteen dollars. Let's say fifteen. Or like when you go to a fancy restaurant, you pay, you get like a twenty-five dollar burger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So should all burgers now be twenty-five dollars? Exactly. It, it doesn't make any sense yeah. for what he's saying. I do get it on a business standpoint that yeah. games are actually getting a lot bigger in scale mm-hmm. and a lot more teams to make those games. Yeah. I get that. I do. Mm-hmm. I really do understand. But at the same time, to say that gamers are ready to pay $70, yeah. they're not. Like you, you're speaking for the masses here, and the masses vary in this industry. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Um, And that's the thing is that we're not ready for a $70 game. Yeah. That comes into uh, services, yeah. right? Streaming services. Yeah. This is my next point is that a lot of times, right? With uh, with movies coming out, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you know, you don't have a lot of time to watch a movie or get this or that. Uh, renting, uh, that's how Netflix came in, right? Yeah. Like, you don't have the money to do this, so Netflix came in with that. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just fast forwarding here to my actual point here. Yes. This isn't about streaming movies, right? Yeah. This is about streaming video games. Uh, the movie industry, you know, uh, in TV series, right, mm-hmm. have way too many streaming services. Oh, yeah. Way too many. You know, you got your Netflix, you got your Hulu, you got your HBO Max. So that's what we do for Moving Minutes. Uh, Disney Plus, Paramount Plus, right? Mm-hmm. That has now translated into video games. Yeah. And I think that's an okay thing when we're talking about, do we really want to pay $70 for a game mm-hmm. or would we rather pay a service to get those games, you know, day one? Yeah. But now you're getting on the likes of Ubisoft Plus, EA Play, yeah. uh, and even uh, Luna, Stadia. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to be talking about Game Pass in just a little bit. PS Now. We're, mm-hmm. we're now kind of teetering into movie streaming services where mm-hmm. there's just too many that you're ending up paying more than $70 a month just to play these games. Yeah. Uh, and I need to ask you, is this enough to answer? Is there too many to purchase? Do you, what do you think is worse, paying $70 for a new game or paying for streaming services? I feel like paying $70 for a game is mm-hmm. still worse because that's $70 for one game. Right. Even when you're buying the Ubisoft one, mm-hmm. you're getting you. Ubisoft games, mm-hmm. yeah. not one Ubisoft game for that right. s- service. And if you're spending $70 on streaming services, that is still a whole chunk of multiple games for $70. Mm-hmm. Le- and not $70 for one game. Yes. So I think, I still think buying a $70 game is worse than having and spending money on 10 different video game streaming services. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. And that's the thing. It kind of teeters a line there. What would you rather spend your money on mm-hmm. a bunch of streaming services or one $70 game? Yeah. And, and like you said, now it always depends on the game too. Oh, definitely. Is it going to be a game that you absolutely fantastically adore that you'll never ever stop playing uh, what i'm trying to say is that is the game tony hawk's pro skater one and two remaster that 70 dollars game that you purchased yeah the answer is yes that is always worth it over the streaming services uh when in doubt play tony hawk but my point gotcha. is yeah <laughs> it, it is a saying uh i believe a shaman once said it but, oh, okay mm-hmm. yeah but uh <laughs> But there is a point where it is too much. Yeah. It's just way too many uh, streaming services to just go out and uh, purchase, right? Mm -hmm. Now we're going to get into Game Pass a little bit. Mm -hmm. And why I think personally uh, Game Pass is the answer behind 
most you know these game services and mm -hmm. next gen prices. Mm -hmm. Now Game Pass is coming in and they're actually putting a lot of heavy lifting giving values to gamers. Yeah. When it first started, it seemed just like another streaming service, mm -hmm. right? It seemed like another game service where you pay $10 a month and most of the games that came out, I already played before. Yeah. And there was a good collection on there, but I remember when I first saw like this is a great package yeah for someone who's never played xbox before yeah got an xbox boom get game pass i think it's great mm -hmm. now we're at the point i want to say it's like four years later i think it came out in 2016 i might be wrong wow i might be wrong well that would make it five years, five years. it's coming up the five-year point now it's almost becoming this is now the answer for next gen yeah and here's why not only is it bringing a ton of value, so if you're paying $15 a month, yeah. you're going to get Game Pass Ultimate, which gives you Game Pass on console, Game Pass on PC, Game Pass on xCloud, which means streaming on your phone, mm -hmm. and you know Xbox Live, you know the internet service. Yeah. That's cool. Great. But you're getting three different platforms, mm -hmm. right? I'm holding up four fingers. Three different <laughs> platforms, right? For $15 a month. Yeah. That is your gaming spending money for the for the month. Mm -hmm. If you spend $15 on on games, yeah. right? During the month, you're you're gonna go overboard, right? Yeah. But with $15 a month, you're gonna get all hundreds of these games. We're talking Octopath Traveler, we're talking Bethesda games, you're talking Gears of War, mm -hmm. you're talking about Descenders, you're not talking about Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remaster because that hasn't made it on Game Pass yet. But even yeah. more so, they have now invited in, I, I said it before, Bethesda is now yeah. coming into the mix. They've just announced that uh, EA Play, uh, that streaming mm -hmm. service. So now you don't have to buy EA Play anymore. It's yeah. included into Game Pass yeah. on console and now PC. Mm -hmm. And it's actually rumored that Ubisoft Plus will be coming yeah. into Game Pass. Yeah. So my question to you is, am I overhyping this? Am I being an Xbox fanboy? Or is collecting all of these one things, like all of these streaming services into one Game Pass for $15 a month? Let, let me ask you two things on this. Am I overhyping this? And what is the highest you would pay for a streaming services that had all this package? $15 seems too low. But what do you think? So... I definitely don't think you're overhyping it. Mm -hmm. I completely agree mm -hmm. that it's better to have them all in one place. Yes. And one payment coming out of your bank account instead of like payment. 10 or 20, mm -hmm. like at different times of the month. So one place I think is so much better. And I honestly keep thinking about that with amount, the amount of TV streaming services that keep coming out. Yes. I'm just like, can we just put them all in like one place? Mm -hmm. And then I make a joke to myself like, huh, that was cable. Yeah, really. <laughs> and we yeah. stopped doing that. But... But again, but that's the thing. Like if we could just all have it in one place and mm -hmm. I can just have one payment a month and I get everything yes. that my little brain can think of, mm -hmm. like that would be perfect. And I think, and that's what Game Pass is doing. And on top of that, even if the games, like you said, Tony Hawk isn't in there yet, yeah. you're still saving money because you're not buying Tony Hawk plus all those other games mm -hmm. you wanted to try. You're not paying to try, you're not paying $70 to try a game yeah. that you don't know if you're going to like. Exactly. You're going to pay $70 for Tony Hawk but then $15 for all the other ones you wanted to try or the ones that you wanted to buy and mm -hmm. it's free on Game Pass. Exactly. So even if you buy three $70 games in a month, you're still going to be saving money. Exactly. And that's my point. 
I want to say I don't think Life is Strange is on Game Pass anymore. It once was. Um, yeah. I don't know if it is anymore. But that's the thing. Like, you could try games. Yeah. And I think that's your point uh, is that for $15 a month, I can try all these games. Maybe with that $15 a month, I only play one game, right? Yeah. But if I played that one game, guess how much it costs? Probably more than $15. Yeah. You know? And I get to try multiple yeah. different games. And say you hated it, then it would have been a waste of $60, $70. Yeah. And for another example, like for us with the movie and TV streaming games, mm-hmm. we stopped buying movies that we haven't seen because yes. we don't want to collect all those DVDs and then have like 20 that we never watch because we don't like it. Yeah. So that's why streaming services are good for us. Mm-hmm. Why we buy like the higher end movie streaming because mm-hmm. then we can watch those movies that we want to watch mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter because we're not paying for a movie that we end up not liking. We can watch it. And then if we really like it, then we can buy it. So it's like, it's the same thing with game pass. You can play a game that you've wanted to play, but you don't want to spend the money on. And then if you love it, go ahead, buy it. No one cares. But if you hate it, you're not wasting money. And the other thing about game pass is that if you really did like the game Mm -hmm. and you want to purchase it, let's say it's a game that's leaving game pass. Game Pass offers you discounts on that game. So there you go. Saving money already. Saving money by not buying it physical. Saving money Mm -hmm. by buying it from Game Pass. Yeah. Perfect. So that's the thing is that a lot of people are kind of uh, upset that they have to, you know, buy into another streaming service, Mm -hmm. right, for Game Pass. And I'll get on that in a little bit because I did ask you on social media, even on the Discord, uh, and a lot of you are pretty skeptical of Game Pass. And I don't think it was marketed correctly. I don't think people really understand mm-hmm. the power behind Game Pass. But we're talking about a, a Game Pass account that's, for Ultimate, mm-hmm. $15 a month. And you get it for console, all these games. Yeah, You're going to get it for PC. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get it on your phone. And it gives you so many options to yeah. do this. And the other argument is that saying like, oh, well, you know, I don't really like Xbox, blah, blah, blah. And I and I, uh-oh, and I get <laughs> you. But my other argument is that I, I, I hope that Phil Spencer someday gets it through to PlayStation and Switch. Yes. Like, really? Think about that. You got one Game Pass subscription, not only for your uh, for your Xbox, your mm-hmm. console, your piece, uh, your Wow. Your Xbox, your PC, your phone, but also your PlayStation and your Switch. $15 a month, and you got it on five different platforms. Yeah, like make it a universal thing where it'll have Xbox games Mm -hmm. and PlayStation games. And even if you want to make it so you can only play the Xbox games on the Xbox. Sure. Like, do that. That's fine. Or you only play on the Switch games, like... Uh, you yeah. know, Cuphead and yeah, and uh, then but that'll also that could also open doors for more universal mm-hmm. games that are on all the consoles, uh, third party games, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. like ones that might not have ended up on Nintendo or might not have ended up on PlayStation. Yeah, those can open up to those through Game Pass and only on Game Pass. Like you're not going to be able to yeah. get a physical disc mm-hmm. for PlayStation, something like that. And like, a lot that'd of people, be great. And a lot of people who are upset that uh, Xbox Game Pass has all the Bethesda games now, like oh, I'm PlayStation. If it was on PlayStation, mm-hmm. it, you're still getting it through Game Pass. Yeah. But you now have it through PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, for me personally, I think when we're talking about the $70 game of mm-hmm. next-gen prices, we're talking about uh, a station even... Okay, so you didn't answer my second question. Yeah. I think 
it, the highest I would go. Mm-hmm. If Game Pass asked me for $25 a month, yeah, I, I think that would still be worth it because, again, oh, yeah, if you think about it as your gaming budget for the month, yeah. you can only spend $25 this month on video games. That's your gaming budget. And I think yeah. people should really think about it like that. That's your gaming budget yeah. for the month. And for $15 a month, that's not a bad budget. Yeah. And if you want a game that's not on Game Pass yet, you can still buy it. Yeah. But it's just like... If, if you, you're someone who, who doesn't have like big games that you just mm-hmm. kind of play like casually, you just mm-hmm. kind of like sign on and play whatever's there, Yeah. that's fine. That's That makes Game Pass even more valuable to them. So I actually want to go into social media answers now. Mm-hmm. I want to hear from you. Uh, I If you follow us on Twitter... Uh, at Gaming Groceries or Instagram, Games Groceries, all one word, or mm-hmm. even Facebook and the Discord. Yeah. Uh, follow us on the on the Discord. Join our Discord. It's in the description down below. I will ask you a question, and I want to bring you in on a, on a discussion here. Mm-hmm. So we have from Instagram. Uh, I asked, how much value do you think Game Pass brings? Nick DePaulo, who is a friend of the show, uh, has said. So much that I decided that a Series X will be my main console to enjoy with a better boost. Mm. And that's the thing is that Game Pass will offer you boosts in mm-hmm. games. On Series X, like Series X, you're pretty much getting a Game Pass machine. Yeah. Right? And even Series S. Yeah. So these games were, are coming out on Game Pass and they already have an FPS boost with Xbox's technology. And now mm-hmm. you have access to so many games. Mm-hmm. So Game Pass brings so much value that he decided that this is the the console yeah. of my choice. Yeah. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that? Not really. I mean, I, I mean, I agree that that's a great reason to get an Xbox. I mean, really, I and I do, um, and I do say that like it is a great reason to get an Xbox yeah. if you're just using it for Game Pass. Yeah. That's a fantastic reason. And the thing is, I think that the other thing people are missing is that. There are a lot of PC gamers that can get this. You don't need to have an Xbox. Mm-hmm. You can get it and then play it on your PC. You can play Xbox games on it. Bam, yeah. Done. I was just seeing if there was anything on Facebook. There is not. So I'm going to move right into the Discord. There's a couple answers on the Discord. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a great answer by Andrew Orsi. So yeah. I'm going to go into this. And I asked you, uh, on the Discord, how much value do you think Game Pass brings? First, uh, and I'm going to read Commander Nikki's uh, uh, updated answer because I, at the end of her first answer, she said, uh, yes, but depending on how it works, probably not on everybody. Uh, I do like the idea of Game Pass on PlayStation, though, as you mentioned in the last episode, but she doesn't understand. My goodness. She didn't really understand how Game Pass mm-hmm. works. So I explained again. So Game Pass gives you the option to download games on console and even PC and offers streaming streaming on other devices through xCloud. So it gives you both the options to download or stream and gives you access to EA Play and rumored to bring in Ubisoft Plus mm-hmm. for, for console and PC, like you said. Yeah. So then Commander Nikki said, like, uh, I'm going to reword my answer now. Uh, so uh, her new answer is, so I'm personally a PlayStation gal. Uh, you can say a peasant if you like, Adam. Uh, you are a peasant. No, 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 Commander Nikki. Adam. No, you're a treasure. You're a gem. Add Adam. 
peasant. Uh, and for <laughs> PS Now, for uh, for example, is not for me. PS Now being a streaming only uh, kind of Game Pass, mm-hmm. sort of. Not really. Uh, not because of the games offered, but because the way it works. Many games are streaming only, so with my bad internet, I can't play them. Game Pass, on the other hand, sounds great, especially now with all the Bethesda stuff being there and added. And tell me why. Everyone go check out Games Grocery's Roundtable Discussion episodes on that. Yes, you should. Yeah. So the games offered and the pricing, it's a very good offer in my eyes. And it's something for everyone because it doesn't rely on it doesn't rely on streaming uh, from games in the cloud. So I definitely am waiting for Game Pass to drop on PlayStation. I really like the idea, uh, idea you had about it on the last episode. Yeah. And yeah, I think it should drop on PlayStation mm-hmm. because it is marketed as Game Pass. It is yeah. Xbox Game Pass. It does have the Xbox logo on it. But they dropped Xbox Game Pass from the images. Just Game Pass. Which shows that they are really open to having this being a universal gaming platform. Yeah. And that's awesome. mm. And, I mean, we've been talking about this forever, saying how Xbox is very gamer friendly. Yeah. They want everyone to have access to video games, Mm -hmm. no matter what you play on or anything. And I I love that. I think it's great. And And I I think PlayStation should just get over themselves even though i love yeah. playstation yeah they need to get over themselves and that's the thing is that i i think because we're talking about this is the answer mm-hmm. i think it needs to drop on playstation and nintendo before that price increases yeah not game passes price but the price of a 70 dollar game yeah just increases more and more put game pass on there to give playstation the option because you're given the option to download games not mm-hmm. to stream the games but download games onto PlayStation. Yeah. Download the games on Nintendo. Uh, yeah, you're talking about storage space, but it's better than just streaming, and it's better than paying mm-hmm. seventy dollars. And I want it for all gamers out there. Yeah, you know, because it is such a great value for what it offers. Yeah. Uh, and so Volt Supreme has to say though. I don't have a console that was made within the past 10 years, but one thing I do like that may not be relevant is the Epic Game Store, an app for PC, gives out a free game every week or two. I've got some really good games out of that, but yeah, even if I could get it on PC, I'm not interested. It sounds like it's well in line with the way of the future, though. And that's the thing. I think a lot of people are thinking that this is different. It's 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 not like Epic Game Store giving away free mm-hmm. games. It's not a free game. It's just you're going to get all access to these games. Yeah. It's a lot like Netflix. Yeah. And that's how we described it. We had another episode, some, mm-hmm. like talking about something like this. And that's what we called it. We called it Netflix for video games. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And that's the thing is that it's just the Netflix for video games where yeah. $15 a library. month or just $10 a month. Yeah. You can get game pass for PC mm-hmm. separately for $10 yeah. a month separately for ten dollars a month and mm-hmm. you get access to all of these pc games right yeah. and uh you're gonna get access to some that aren't included on console like mm-hmm. uh fez uh microsoft flight simulator some other games i can't think of right now <laughs> but yeah you're yeah. gonna get great pc games yeah for ten dollars a month so they're already doing what i said if they put it on playstation they're mm-hmm. already separating while well, these games are available on pc yeah but Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, it's so easy. If PlayStation Nintendo would just agree to it, mm-hmm. it'd be so easy and so cool. Exactly. And I think that 
Uh, a lot of people are just like they're they're kind of not sure about it. Uh, I think you should try a free tr- or a dollar trial mm-hmm. to Game Pass on PC. You don't like it, you don't like any of the game catalog, or even just go on Xbox's website. Yeah. Go on Game Pass for PC. Just look through the titles and be like, wow, I'm going to get this all for $10 a month? Yeah. That's great. And so then uh, Absolute Prodigy has to say, so I've used PS Now and had great internet connection. Uh, Even that was a little rough to use as I would get random input lag. I haven't used Game Pass, but I considered it loads of time. Uh, Lag isn't all there, but there isn't. There isn't games that I would want to play on there, and I never had an Xbox and never had games like that offered to me. Uh, sorry, Halo fans. I am considering getting PS Now because I want to play Uncharted and Infamous again. And then he replied to my explanation of how Game Pass works, and he mm-hmm. says, hold up, Sony, <laughs> get yourself together. You're passing you, bro. And that's the thing is that yeah. a, a lot of people are just like, I, I just want people who are on PC to just look through the catalog of Game Pass on PC. Mm -hmm. And even with that, if there's games you were thinking about trying and you never did, just pay $10 a month. And there's all these games you have access to that you don't want to buy. And I know about Steam sales. I know Steam sales are a thing. Mm -hmm. They they make your backlog. (laughs) (laughs) But here's the thing is that you're basically paying $10 a month for a backlog. Yeah. Instead, instead of paying all this Steam sale money, mm-hmm. right? You're paying ten dollars a month for another backlog. Let's be yeah. real here. Yeah. But you get access to all these games, and you can download them. Yeah. Not stream them. Mm-hmm. If you want to stream them, stream them. That's perfectly fine. You can do that. Yeah. But it gives you the option to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Game Pass is all about. It's giving you so many different mm-hmm. options, so many different avenues to enjoy this. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? No, I completely agree. The fact that you can download them, like if you don't have good internet, Mm -hmm. you can just download it and then play the game. I think that's awesome because that has been like everyone's biggest way of like saying they're not going to stream, that they are not going to get this stupid streaming service because, Mm -hmm. well, I have bad internet. So yeah, that's pointless to me. It's like, well, what's, what are you going to say about Game Pass? Because it's downloadable. They they let you download it. So Mm -hmm. why not? Exactly. And Bethesda's on it. So Bethesda, like, hello. <laughs> so the last thing I want to put out is uh, Andrew Orsi's um, great answer. And then we're going to go into closing thoughts on this subject. Okay. So Andrew Orsi has to say, literally Game Pass is everything. Game Pass is why I would put Microsoft ahead of Sony heading into next console gen, honestly. I, like, <laughs> like it seems like many others are here, I'm a PlayStation gal. <laughs> <laughs> I have let I've had every PlayStation and never had an Xbox at all growing up. The Xbox One has been my first Microsoft console. So I have far more investment in PlayStation series, etc., mm-hmm. and very little in Xbox franchises. But bruh, the games that show up on Game Pass are significantly better than the overall PS Now catalog I've mm-hmm. seen. It and here's the important thing, he says a couple things here. It has let me play the Witcher 3, the Yakuza series, the Kingdom Hearts series, and a whole bunch of indies which are absolute gems. Which, by the way, Descenders, I've been playing a lot of that. Check that game out if you're on Game Pass. Mm -hmm. I love Descenders now. 
Uh, and I've been able to work my way into a few Xbox franchises like Gears of War because it offers the full series. Mm -hmm. It's such a good model. And even as an infrequent Xbox player, I use it enough per month for it to be well worth the price. Yeah. And that's the thing. If you use it enough, it's worth it. Mm -hmm. And I think $15 a month for your gaming yeah. um, your, your gaming uh, budget, right? Mm -hmm. It's great. Plus, lots of new, if not all, first-party Xbox releases are promised to be on the service day one. Outriders, which is a game coming out April 1st, day one yeah. on Game Pass. Not an Xbox franchise, but I'd like to point that out. <laughs> so it essentially means I never have to buy a new Xbox game, and yet I still have access to them. Even with my balls-slow internet, sure, it takes a day or two to download a game, but I've had a beautiful time with Game Pass, and I really think Sony is losing the race right now just on this service. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. I want Game Pass on PlayStation. I want yeah. Game Pass on Switch. I think it is truly the answer when we're talking about buying games at mm -hmm. $70 price points. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Games are getting too expensive. Yeah. I'm getting too poor. <laughs> uh, but I think that if if it were to be the case, I, I hope that Life is Strange True Colors comes on Game Pass Day 1. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> uh but that's the thing is that there's a lot of games that actually come out day one on the service, yeah. including Outriders. Yeah. That's coming out, including Starfield. Starfield yeah. will be day one. Day uh, one. Halo Infinite, day one. You don't have to buy a new, it's not like a mm -hmm. premiere access into yeah. it. Yeah. Not like what Disney Plus does with their stupid premiere access into dumb movies that shouldn't be a premiere access for $30. Yeah. But, anyways, uh, Let's just jump into closing thoughts here. Okay. Keep it a little bit of short. You know, there's not much more to say, but yeah. uh, what do you think about closing thoughts? I completely, like, and again, just like everyone in our Discord, I'm a PlayStation person. Mm -hmm. I love PlayStation. I love games on PlayStation. But this isn't, to me, Game Pass isn't a an Xbox thing anymore. Yeah. It's, they want to reach out. They want gamers to just have more access two games and that includes a cheaper price because not everyone has a ton of money yeah like not many people have a ton of money yeah <laughs> <laughs> right so i just think it's, it's a great product i think that playstation and nintendo should get off their high horses mm -hmm. and agree to have game pass be usable on their yeah. consoles and it it could all just be a really peaceful world. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I think it's great. I mean, maybe for someone like me who only plays like one game a year, maybe. Yeah. It might not be the best for for them. Mm -hmm. But I'm mostly I'm interested in games. I don't mm -hmm. have the time or energy to invest yeah. in learning new games. But if I had all the time in the world, this would be this mm -hmm. would be a great thing for me because I can try new games and if I end up hating it. I didn't waste 70 bucks on playing the first 20 minutes of a game that I don't like. Exactly. Uh, I found that a lot from games. Just experimenting yeah. with Game yeah. Pass. It's just like, oh, I wanted to try this game. I'll, I'll check it out. And if sometimes I don't like it. I'm like, well, mm -hmm. like uh, Control. I, yeah. I, Control came on Game Pass. I was always interested in it. I didn't vibe with it. Yeah. And I was so glad that I played it on Game Pass instead of buying the game. Yeah. It's like, oh. And then finding out you hate it. Exactly. Uh, maybe Control won't always be on Game Pass. And if yeah. I did like it, I can buy it for a cheaper price. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I tried it out. Didn't really like it. Moved on to another game. Mm -hmm. You know? 
Uh, and then I started experimenting with indie games, landed on Descenders. Descenders is fantastic. Yeah. Love Descenders. Uh, and, and I found that through Game Pass. Mm-hmm. It's just an experimentation kind of thing. Yeah. And I guess my closing thoughts on this is that uh, when we're talking about finances for the future, when we're talking about adulthood, when we're talking yeah. about we're really starting to really go dime by dime here, yeah. setting a budget, right? As a as a growing adult, saving up, mm-hmm. I think Game Pass is one of those things that needs to be part of the future. Yeah. And if not Game Pass, PlayStation needs to come out with their own service. That is equal to it. Exactly. That can actually compete with it. Exactly. Uh, I, I th- A lot of people thought it was that um, uh, PlayStation Plus thing. Remember, remember... Remember that one thing when they did the reveal and they Vaguely, had like yeah. a category of like 20 PlayStation games mm-hmm. you can purchase into and they, people thought that was a Game Pass competitor. I think yeah. Sony came out and said, no, it's not a Game Pass competitor. Yeah, I do remember something like that. Yeah. So they need to come out with a Game Pass competitor because this should be the way of the future. Mm-hmm. This should be a thing where it's like, OK, ten dollars uh, a month yeah. and it's legitimately like yeah. game pass and it wouldn't be that hard and all they would have to do at this point is just like tweak mm-hmm. now yeah like that's it that's it and that's the thing i think game pass should come to playstation and nintendo mm-hmm. because their service they know what they're doing yeah and if it's only a third-party game so be it yeah it's great just just put it on there mm-hmm also put on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remaster so more people can play it and more people can talk to me about it and I don't have to be alone in this world. Um, but those are my closing thoughts. Yeah. I think Game Pass is the answer to next-gen prices. I mm-hmm. think it should be offered on all consoles. I think that Life is Strange True Colors should be on the Nintendo Switch, but it's not coming up to the That'd Nintendo Switch. It would be great. Uh, but yeah, so those are my thoughts. So yeah. Any other thoughts before we go? I don't think so. I think we covered them all. I think so. So uh, thank you to all who uh, answered on the uh, social media pages and Mm -hmm. on Discord. We appreciate you greatly. And I think we'll just end the episode there. Okay. So if you enjoyed this episode, definitely uh, hit that subscribe button and the notification bell. So, you know, when all these podcasts come uh, episodes come out, uh, we also do another episode, (laughs) another podcast called What's the Biz, where me and Mm -hmm. Liz just talk just about anything. Description is in the uh, <laughs> link is in the description down below, and uh, keep your eyes peeled for a new show called Strange Cast. It's a it's a great time I had with Adnan, so check that mm-hmm. out. Uh, we also have a secondary YouTube channel called Evolt. A uh, new video should be coming out in the near future. At one point. At one point, it's it's on the way. But yeah, uh, yeah. So let's just end the episode here. So yeah. Uh, thanks again for listening. I hope you had a great time. We hope to find you next week. And just remember to keep striving and keep gaming. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.